0: Hey guys, welcome along to a brand new episode of Hellmouth Hotline. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart. We're getting into a flippin' classic episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2. And this one is killed by death. Uh, It's episode 18 of the series. And uh, very, very good. Let's get into it. Alright guys, so at the beginning of this episode Buffy is out on patrol. She's uh, looking for vampires and whatnot. She comes across the rest of the Scooby gang and they end up getting attacked by Angel. So there's a bit of a fight between the two of them and he gets the better of Buffy. She's weak with this flu virus and you know he qu- could quite easily have the, the, the chance to kill her at the beginning of this episode. But the the scooby gang, uh, Xander, Willow and Cordelia jump him, get the better of him, off he goes and uh, after they drive him away, Buffy's like, Yo, I tried to tell you guys to get out of here, it's not safe she drops, collapses, uh, she's admitted to the hospital. Much against her will, and her mother reveals that Buffy has hated hospitals ever since she saw her cousin Celia die in one when she was only eight years old. Um, that night, And what seems like a dream, Buffy sees a young boy, Ryan, been followed by a strange looking creature, and he does look like the, the big villain in this episode, as freaky looking and uh that's ah, so well done she then starts having flashbacks of celia's time in the hospital and you know what you get different pieces of this throughout the episode you don't get it all in one bunch you kind of get uh the flashback of buffy as an eight-year-old walking down the hallway towards a room that the cousins and you eventually get into the room in an hour flashback and the the curtains around the bed are closed and in the third one we get to see celia dying on the bed but we get to that in more detail when we get through this review um buffy awakes takes a walk down the hall where she sees two men remove a dead child from the children's ward At the door, she overhears an argument between Dr. Backer and Dr. Wilkinson about Backer's Backer's experimental treatments on the kids. And Buffy meets Ryan, the kid she's seen in her dream, who tells her that death comes at night. So, uh, you're expecting the Grim Reaper in this episode. Uh, The next morning, Buffy tells her friends about the the overhead conversation since she is forced to stay at the hospital she plans to find out what the doctor is up to Xander volunteers to help uh, Cordelia and Xander sneak into the hospital's record room and search for records on the girl who died in the night and Giles and Willow search for information at the school library usual affair at this point in the episode Buffy visits the kid Ryan who's drawn a picture of the monster she saw the night before and Willow finds that Dr. Backer has a long history of controversial experimental treatments and investigations into his practices uh, Dr. Backer goes to the children's ward you know, you're expecting him to be the you know, party he is expecting uh, it's a bit of a bait and switch In this episode, you know, they kind of float the idea in the episode that, you know, uh, this entity, whatever it is, Death, the Grim Reaper, they don't know what it is at the moment, but uh, it's only the kids that are able to see this thing. Grown-ups can't see them. And Xander, sorry, Xander? He's not smart enough. Giles floats the idea that, you know, kids can sometimes have the ability to see what grown-ups can't see and the idea of that being is they can see they can look at a person and see the true soul of the person a small child can look at the person just doesn't see the the person the way everybody else would see them but see them as in the way that they're they're spurred as if you get my meaning... ...so, you know, he floats the idea that, you know, these kids could be seeing a demon... ...the Grim Reaper, whatever you want to call it... ...but at the end of the day it could be this guy, Dr. Backer. So, at night, uh, Dr. Backer goes to the children's wards... ...and uh, the kids said to Buffy, you know, death comes at night... ...and, of course, at this point of the episode see Dr. Bagger under into the children's wards late at night with his latest experimental treatment and he's in there he's about to inject this stuff into one of the drips and one of the children that's on the bed but before he can do anything an invisible creature kills him as Ryan watches in horror. Now some of the, the vigils in this episode are, are really well done you know this this guy gets Shredded by a creature that we, as the audience, can't see. The people in the show can't see it. Buffy appears during this. She tries to help the doctor, and she gets knocked against the wall. And then the dead body, you know, gets dragged down the corridor by this invisible force. It's it's very very well done. First time uh, in the morning. Puffy informs everyone that Dr. Backer is not the suspect and shows them Ryan's drawing of the creature. And at the library, Cordelia finds a picture of Ryan's monster on the cover of a book. And they learn that it's called Kindestad, Kindestad, uh, German for the child's death. The demon that absorbs the life force of sickly children, making it seem like they died from their illness. They report to Buffy by telephone and she realizes that Baker was murdered because he was curing the children and depriving the monster of food. Buffy also recognises to her horror that the monster is what killed Celia, whilst Buffy watched helplessly as a as an eight year old. Now the The sequences of this thing attacking the kids in this episode, like the wee girl that played Celia. uh, When you see her death and flashback, she's on the bed, this thing. The way it kills the children is it, it presses them down in the bed and crouches down on top of them. And sucks the life force out of them and it's just pure terror. Now, not just the kid that played Celia, but all the other children in the show. Whenever the attacks happen to them, their responses, their acting, their screaming is intense. Like, the, the Celia part would really draw tears out of you. It's just so well done. And you're kind of wondering, are these kids really, really good actors, or did they... The filmmakers and the show, the producers, actually scare the living piss out of them because their performances are believable. Uh, Mm -hmm. Buffy and Willow, they go to Dr. Backer's office where they find that he was giving the children injections of the virus they already have to stimulate their immune response. Um, Buffy realizes that only only feverish people can see the demon, so she decides to reinfect herself. With the virus. So she gets that done. She stumbles into the children's ward. But finds all the kids are gone. And she sees the kindestad in the room. And watches it as it heads for a door. Into the basement. The children hide quietly. But kindestad finds them And attacks Ryan. And it begins to suck the life out of him. Grown two. Protuberances. Protuberances from its eyes and attaching them to his forehead it is actually freaky looking like the the visual effects in all fairness by today's standards are fairly dated but again the the acting of these kids and the way that this all goes down just piece it all together it is freaky um where are we at uh these two things grow out of us. His eyes, eyes kind of come out of stalks and the eyes turn into these like, suction cups and they press onto the kid's head. And that's him sucking the life out of them. Buffy arrives, breaks the kid free and fights Candice Dad. Uh, just as it's about to suck the life out of her, there's a split second where it gets the better of her. Because obviously she's reinfected herself of this. Uh, Virus So she can see the thing So she's very very weak And at one point It gets the better of her Gets her on her back Pins her down And it's just about to suck life out of her And it's just like For this instance Buffy is now In the The same Situation that her cousin Celia was Back whenever she was 8 years old And there's that split second thing for Buffy And uh it only lasts for a split, split second, and she reaches up and snaps its neck. Uh, later that day, Buffy finishes recuperating at home, and Xander and Willow decide to keep her company. Uh, Buffy receives a little letter from the hospital, and uh, she's like, "Oh, it's from Ryan." And Buffy's mother's there, and uh, she opens it up, and there's a little picture that he's drawn for his hero, and uh, it's. Uh, the monster in the floor of his neck Split open, blood all over the place And Buffy standing with her Her foot on his chest All triumphant you know, Drawn, drawn, drawn There's a new word for you Drawn, like in the way a child would draw a picture And uh Buffy's mother is like Hmm, that's lovely And the episode closes out This one here Honestly guys, I'm I bombed through this fairly quickly tonight Because uh uh, it's getting late I have to get up for work I'm Stupidly early in the morning But I want to try and keep these episodes coming out five days a week As best I can And you know, this episode here Even though I probably didn't do it justice In this review It is absolutely fantastic It's well acted, it's well written uh, You, know, Everything is just perfect in this episode i really did enjoy this one and uh if you're still listening at this point i've completely destroyed it for you but definitely go and check it out it is well worth watching this has been a production of coins Age media thank you so much for listening